Hello, all my maybe it's me babies, my red pillars. How is everyone doing today? I hope that we are doing well. We are being positive and we are being thoughtful to ourselves and others. Um, I am feeling okay today. I had a great weekend. Um, I did some cleaning, some organizing, like some very tedious. Sometimes that is like when you're feeling overwhelmed, I feel like feng shui, like moving some stuff around and just making your your same situation different, changing your perspective kind of helps with freeing up some of that anxiety. So that was my hopes this weekend as far as like rearranging and putting all my jewelry where it needs to go, washing and folding my clothes. Yeah, I'm getting old. I'm doing things. Um, bad bitch activities. Yeah, uh-huh. But um, it was dope. I went to the beach, which was, I mean, I could literally, I could live on the beach. I could do it, y'all. I could live on the beach. But what I'm going to eat, because what I'm not doing is going in that ocean and fishing and catching. Yeah, anyways, I could do it, though. But um, I just had such a good time. Going to the beach at night is just such a different vibe. The stars was out. And um, it was just dope. It was great. I would, I, I could do it every day. I could go to the beach every day and just go to sleep, listening to the ocean. Um, but, you know, people crazy, so there's that. Um, but what else? I feel like I haven't given y'all, like, a maybe because I haven't spoken to y'all myself in so long um, but I did want to come today um, and just make sure I gave a full episode I want to make sure I include my mantras I want to make sure that I am giving you all you know everything um, I really enjoyed my last two episodes so I do want to do some some housekeeping some cleaning up because <clears throat> I promised y'all like some playlists, which I have been curating. I do want to say I have playlists. I have plenty of playlists, but I'm trying to like specifically curate it like to maybe it's me and not just my own personal playlist. So, um, and then it was requested specifically on Spotify for me to do the playlist and I'm an Apple music girl. So I'm having to like go from Apple music and look at the playlist and you know, take it to Spotify. It's just, uh, it's very tedious. I do want to make sure, you know, I am still working on that because I was so ambitious. Like, oh, I'm going to have it my next episode. Not realizing, girl, your birthday was coming and all kind of stuff was coming up. So I do just want to make sure that you guys know that I have not forgotten that promise. I also said like, oh, my first guest was going to be Father's Day. But obviously, I mean, I deal with vibes, right? So I was just like, we're in Jamaica. Let's do a podcast. And I saw my grandma. Let's do a podcast, girl. So, technically, my first guest <laughs> was not Father's Day. But I'm still having a amazing guest for Father's Day. So, I'm still excited about that episode. But just want to... I am such a girl about, like, acknowledgement. So, I always want to make sure if I say something or misspeak or misquote... Then I go back and clean it up. So I'm sure some of y'all probably forgot I even said all of that. But I wanted to make sure that I um, ran it back. But um, I am just so happy I am back in the groove. Back in my regular groove. I'm back to work. Back to mommy mode. Just, um, you know, 
back to, you know, the same old, same old, which I can't complain. I'm very happy about. Very happy to be home. But I'm also, I got the bug, y'all. I'm so ready to book my next trip. Like, I am ready to go. In the words of my auntie Shanene. But um, today's episode is going to be, I had a really hard time this week figuring out what I wanted to talk about. I was like drawing blanks. I really was drawing blanks. But again, um, I try to, you know, be spiritually in tune and just tap into my how I feel. And so I really wanted to do an episode today with my oldest son. His name is Eric. Um... And I wanted to talk about being a mom of a child with ADHD, as well as I wanted to give you all perspective as being a child with ADHD, because I just think it's so easy to look at something or someone and why are they doing that? Like not putting yourself in their shoes. And so my hopes today is for women who are in my shoes to feel connected. I want to I want you all to feel my heart. I want you all to feel me reaching out to you to let you know that you are not alone and that every single day we are all dealing with, you know, the highs and the lows. Um and as well, I just kind of would love to to have my son just give kind of some perspective, maybe, and just speak from, you know, another place. We all know how we feel, but we don't know how they feel sometimes. So that's my hopes of today's episode. My son is a real character. He is his mama's child. So I ain't no telling what he is going to say, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Um, my, the purpose of this podcast for me is, again, to find my tribe, to find people who hear my voice and connect with my stories and my scenarios and the things that I deal with. So um, this is something that I have been wanting to do. And I like for for this year, for 2022, something I have been really doing subconsciously and intentionally is um just not stalling like if I want to do something I would rather try and fail than wait or think that I just I just the 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 gall to think that you have more time you know I'm not playing with God like that I'm not playing with Jesus like that you know I want to get all the juice out of this life so um I wanted to kind of wait and do this episode but what better time than now? We're both home. We're both, um, you know, in a good, in a good headspace. You know, having good energy. So, yeah, we're gonna talk to him a little later. But before doing that, I wanted to do this week's maybe it's mantra, and I do want to make sure that. Um, you guys are enjoying the mantras. Like you have to make sure you give me feedback or let me know if they are working for you purposefully and intentionally. Um, so, I mean, I love them, honestly. So, um, 
this week, I am going to give you all the mantra. And it is, my grateful heart is a magnet that attracts everything that I desire. My grateful heart is a magnet that attracts everything that I desire. So, to me, when I hear that, it reminds me to be appreciative and grateful for the big and the small. It doesn't have to be an overt act of, you know, magic for you to be grateful for, you know, what you have. If your feet are, your toes wiggle and your feet work, that's something to be grateful for. Both your eyes are opening up. That's something to be grateful for because it could all be gone so fast and so quick. So never get caught up, you know, always make sure that you, you know, stay grateful. Don't let what others have or what others are doing, you know, make you feel in any way unappreciative of where you are. Stay grateful. And once you stay grateful, your heart will always be a magnet that attracts everything that you desire. And um, sometimes your desires change. So never, you know, get caught up. Yeah, never get caught up, y'all. So, yes, that is the maybe is mantra for the week. I hope you love it. And um, what we're going to do is get my son to come out here. And I'm going to definitely start having a conversation with him just about his experience as a child with ADHD. He doesn't really even know what ADHD is. So I may not present it as that because he's not even fully understanding the diagnosis and neither am I honestly but I did want to speak about my experience without him in the room because what I don't want to do and what I learned is when you speak even if it's your honest feelings when you speak about your child um, maybe in a way that is not positive that will kind of define who your child is for them. So they'll think, oh, well, my mom thinks that I'm this or my dad says that I'm that. So that's what they'll think of themselves. So, you know, I, I had to learn that, you know, because, you know, I would, I'm, I grew up around a very boisterous parent who just said whatever out her mouth and it was awkward sometimes. So I do have to keep in mind of what, what I felt as a child to make sure that I am not, you know, creating that same um, sense of um, anxiety within my son. And I say anxiety because that is something that led me to even want to get him checked out for ADHD because even as a child, my son has always exhibited really strong um, anxiety. Like, you know, when I say scared of the dark, petrified of the dark, or, you know, the bathroom, he doesn't use, he doesn't like to use, other people's bathrooms or sometimes you know even at home he'll want to leave the bathroom door open even when he's doing number two I'm like no bro 
It's a personal, some personal time between you and yourself. He's like, no, I have to leave the bathroom open. So, um, you know, having, you know, things like that come into play um, were um, kind of indicators like, okay, something is different. Um, he always had to have something in his hand, a hanger, remote control, just back and forth, back and forth. So um, it was just little certain things that you could, you know, see were, you know, just calls for curiosity. I wouldn't even say concern just yet, just curiosity. Um, but what happened is, you know, as he grew older, he's starting to go to school. He's starting to interact with more children. And obviously, he's different from other children. So it started to become just more and more um, difficult um, for us to kind of hone in on his behavior. So we ended up at his school getting him on an IEP. That is an individualized learning plan. I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm not, then I'm sure you guys will correct me. But yes, IEP, Individualized Learning Plan. And so that was, he was on that for his behavior. Um, But he was still in a class with like 18 kids. It's just too many kids. And then the pandemic hit. So then he was out of class for a year, um, being able to be home by himself. So, you know, now he's loving that and not understanding like, okay, I have to go back to school with all these kids now. I want to do it what I was just doing it. So um, I just say all of that to say these were the situations and scenarios that led me to say, you know, hey, I see my son is struggling. I see that I know my child and my child, when he's home, doesn't have these same issues to the extent that he's having them at school. Um, But I can't just beat my child. I can't just continue to put him on punishment. We have to figure out what is the problem. So we did end up, um, you know, taking him to, I say we, I, me, myself, ended up taking him to um, his pediatrician. And we had to, you know, do a little survey, me, his grandfather, and his teachers, because we are all the people who are really around him every day. We ended up doing a survey to um, just kind of, you know, answer questions about our experience with Eric. And that's really how he became um, diagnosed with the ADHD. Now, my son is eight years old. So obviously, I did not want to do it. I didn't want to even get him evaluated because... Um, naively, I'm thinking if he has ADHD, then they're going to try to put him on medicine and so on and so forth. Not realizing that's my choice. Um, so I don't, if, if you all are hearing this and you're thinking, oh, well, I didn't want to do it because I don't want to put my child on medicine. That's your choice. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do anything. I was actually referred to a psychiatrist, um, because my son, I feel like needs, you know, help with kind of different ways to cope. He's maybe not getting his way or maybe not hearing what he wants to hear. My son loves to be called upon and be helpful. So sometimes he's upset because the teacher didn't call on him. You know, he needs better ways to cope. Um, So that's something this summer that we're going to start doing. But I just want to encourage you all. Um, I made a Facebook post today and got so much feedback from different moms who are as well just experiencing, you know, motherhood with children with ADHD, which is another reason which led me to make this my topic today. Um, And I just think it's, it's, 
needed. It's needed to know that you are not alone because it can feel just very draining and it can be very emotional and you can't blame yourself. Um, I, I was depressed, y'all. And I mean, it's easy for me to say that, but I was, I was, I was, I just felt like nothing. I was just like, why am I here? Just because I felt like, why can't I get my child like what is wrong with him what is wrong with my child what am I not doing um because you know I be it be it as it may I always feel felt like you know your child is a reflection of you so with that thought in mind you're going to school as a reflection of me and you're going to school standing on your head banging on the tables and walls like what are you saying about me (laughs) so it's frustrating but we we are getting through it. We will get through it. Um, and I'm just so happy to be able to have a platform to be able to kind of reach out and extend the love that, you know, I kind of wish that I had going through it. I'm still going through it. My son is about to go to the third grade. So nowhere am I near done. Um, but I feel a lot more freer being able to talk about it, not being not feeling embarrassed or ashamed or Whatever the case may be, my son was able to maintain straight A's and B's. But that behavior, straight F's. So I'm literally asking him, like, how are you able to go to school and get these amazing grades? And we can't even celebrate because you have F's in conduct. You know, but... I also want to make sure that I don't dim his light. I just want to understand him better. So that's that's kind of our struggle. You know, I kind of just want to understand him better and kind of get him to understand, like, you are in control of what happens or what goes on. I understand that sometimes you're provoked or sometimes you feel not heard or not seen. But there's better ways to deal with that. So um, that's just my experience as being, you know, just kind of a mom and what led me um, to go down that avenue. But I do want to talk to my son and just kind of hear his perspective on what he deals with. And I actually hear it all the time, but (laughs) I feel like maybe it'll help you all hearing it from him. So I'm going to bring him out. I'm going to press pause and then press play and bring him out. Give me a second, guys. Hi, Eric. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay, so I would like for you to introduce yourself and tell everyone listening your name and how old you are. Hello, everyone. My name is Eric, and I'm eight years old. And I have a brother named Maverick. He is four years old. And and I have and I have my mommy here showing the podcast. So. She's going to ask me questions about me. Yes, I am. Um, I want to ask you, first of all, what would you like to be when you become a grown-up? What do you want to be when you get older? Uh, I want to be...
It's okay if right now you don't. I want to be. A, I want to be a restaurant worker. I'm sorry. What now? A restaurant worker. Worker, or owner. 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 Okay. Yeah, like, like the um. You want to work in your own restaurant? No, I'm like, I'm like gonna be like the manager of the um of the um restaurant. That's what I mean. Okay. Well, you can definitely achieve that. But I also, you can do that. But you also want to aim higher. So that's something that you can be in like high school or fresh out of high school or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. But when you get to be mommy age and you get out of college, right? Mm -hmm. What do you want to be? What do you mean? Like, you love music. Oh, if you I, love art, mm-hmm. if you I, could be I, anything in the world. If I, if I, and I, if I was a teacher, mm. I would definitely, I would definitely do art paintings because art is easy. Art is easy to do. So that's why you like art because it's easy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that would be dope, mm-hmm. being a teacher. That would be cool. I can mm-hmm. see you actually being a great teacher. Mm-hmm. You love all eyes on you. You love when people focus on you. Mm-hmm. You love to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and you love to have fun. So mm-hmm. that, would, that would be something that's cool. So I invited you to be a guest on my show today because... Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you. I want to read. Remember, you got in trouble and I made you write down what makes you so angry. Like, what makes you react the way you act? And you wrote this You wrote this paragraph. You remember that? So, I want to read a little bit of this paragraph because when you wrote this to me, I was so upset with you. I was so upset. I was so angry. But when you wrote this to me... It really just made me not angry or upset because it helped me understand how you feel in the moment. And I know for a fact that you are not a bad little boy because you aren't bad at home. So I know I'm never I'm never bad at any places, but but at school it just it just gets me. It just gets me like concerned because because of them. Concerned. Yeah. School school is fun. Ah, school is fun because it's only for learning. Mm-hmm. It's not but only for learning, but learning is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. But the first day I got to. Um, Miss E. Williams' class, it was all good. It was all good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had, I had A's at the first day. I had, like, I think, like, B's, I think. Like, like a few B's. You had A's and B's all year, but... But, but this time, I'm getting mm, the bad grades. Well, you don't have bad grades as far as your school is concerned. It's is conduct and behavior mm-hmm. but where I, I didn't bring you on my podcast to talk about 
your behavior because that's just something that we're going to have to figure out how to be better with. That's not who you are. That's just what we're dealing with right now. And we're going to find a way to make that not our problem. But it's important that um, that people understand kind of how you feel too. You know, it's so easy to say. It's so easy to look at a child who is yelling and screaming and saying, oh, that's a bad child. I don't, you know, so I wanted you to talk so that they understand these are not bad kids. Y'all are not bad kids. Y'all are really sweet kids. Y'all are just very emotional. And um, you said the word concerning, but I, I think, and I could be wrong, but I think that you get overwhelmed. It's not concerned, it's overwhelmed because you just have so many kids in the class and so many like 19 students 19 students is a lot Mm -hmm. and you be trying to make friends with all 19 of them kids and you want to talk to all 19 of them kids well well i i do want to make friends with them but not most of them only like two or three friends i want to make with right well i do want to read what you wrote me because it was beautiful i won't read the whole thing but i will read a part of it you can show you can you can read every one of what i wrote it to you okay so i made him write a paragraph y'all um just explaining to me why he behaves the way he behaves and this is just a little excerpt um he says He acts the way he acts because he doesn't want them to think he's a baby, but he does cry. And when he cries, they start to laugh and it's not funny to him. And they say it is funny and he doesn't know what to do about it. And he tries to tell the teacher, but the teacher's annoyed with him sometimes and tells him to sit down, um, which I'm sure frustrates him even more. And he says that he wants to tell me, but he's at school, so he can't tell me. Which is so frustrating as a parent if you feel like your kid is reaching out for you or wanting you. And, you you know, he feels that he can't reach out to you. So, um, I do want to thank you for right. I felt like that when I first read that, when you wrote me that, I felt like that was just so beautiful. I could just imagine myself in the classroom and I'm frustrated and I'm trying to tell the teacher and the teacher's not listening to me. So because, yeah. Because I kept screaming and crying. That's what, that's what, that's what the, that's why the teacher annoyed me sometimes. Yeah. So we have so, to, we have to be accountable with how we act. You're eight years old, so screaming and crying, we know it's not how eight-year-olds behave. Is that correct? When they don't get their way. That's not how we handle the situation. So um, that is where you need to get better. I will say the teacher, and and that's what we're going to work on, you need to have a teacher that is understanding is understanding what I'm saying to them. Mm-hmm. And patient. And patient. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I forgot to write the, I raise my hand, she, she doesn't answer. I still have my raise, 
I still have my hair braced up for like five, five minutes. She still doesn't answer. So I had got out of my chair and told her. And then, and then she ignored me. She told me to sit down. Then I didn't, I didn't know what to do about it. So I just wanted to tell you. So I couldn't tell you because I was, I was at school. So I had to put my head down. But you see things like that. So of course I can, I can see why you would be frustrated and act up how you act up because you don't feel heard. So, I think that you gave me some beautiful insight into how to help you make sure that you're feeling heard, you know, make sure that you don't feel invisible and that will help you be better in school. Do you think so? Because again, you are a genius. You're very smart. But we also have to, behavioral-wise, make sure that we are being smart as well. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to say to anybody listening before I let you go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one thing I got to tell you. Mm-hmm. I, there's, one thing, there's one thing I have to tell uh, all the... Um, all the um, of all of the parents mm-hmm. who's watching me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so parents, if your kids are if your kids are at school and they and someone laughs at them like 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 me and you get mad and you try to tell the teacher and they annoy you, just just write about it and tell your mom and she and she will know and she will know why that happened. Oh, thank you, babe. That was awesome. I really got lucky with you. Mm-hmm. Give me a hug. Thank you. That was beautiful. You're welcome. Okay. Well, the last thing I'm going to say to you all is I hope that this episode was, you know, something that left an impression on you. Um, I'm really thankful. I have such an articulate little kid who knows how to... Um, Speak, speak with emotional intelligence as well. He's he's great. He's great. I tell him all the time, I just cannot wait till he takes care of me. You're going to take care of me when you get older, right? Mm-hmm. He already promised me a she shed. I'm going to live in a she shed in the backyard. So, you know, him and his wife and his family is in the main house. I just come in for dinner. But, um... You I, can always come to our house anytime. Yes. They, oh, see, this is my baby. I'm going to be very nice to your wife so I can make sure we are all a big, happy family. Mm-hmm. Well, I, the last thing I want to let you all know is um, never forget you are exactly what God had in mind. I come in peace and I leave in love. Me too. <laughs> Say, I come in peace and I leave in love. I come in peace and I leave in love. I love it. All right. Thank y'all for listening. Mm-hmm.